Hello everyone, welcome to the She's Fearless podcast. I am your host, Erica Lipscomb. If this is not your first time listening to this podcast, I uh, thank you for tuning in to the, the podcast. Just to give you a little background about this podcast, this podcast is to help you, to encourage you, to embrace the call that's on your life to walk fearlessly in God and in the anointing and power and strength that he has bestowed upon you. I hope this podcast will bless you, will um, move you forward into the calling of God. Well, here it is, another week of the She's Fearless podcast. How is everyone doing this week? How's your week going? How's your day going? I hope everyone is having a wonderful day. You're having a wonderful week. Um, today, um, I don't know if I told you guys, but I did start um, a new job. And so I've been doing this for at least for a, about a week and a half, maybe two weeks. And um and I when I come home I am exhausted. I'm tired. Um but you know that's all a part of of being being um an adult, you know. You just get tired from work. But anyway, um hope all is is well and I cannot believe that this is already December. Can you believe, like, I feel like, I I don't know about you guys, but I feel like, like January was just here and now we're about to end this year. This year has flown by so fast, so quickly. Like, it's, it's just, it's, unbelievable how like these days are going by so quickly these months are just zooming by and now we're towards the end of the year the last month of the year of 2021 and in just a few weeks it's going to be Christmas and I haven't even like well I don't really buy Christmas gifts like my family um we normally get together on Christmas Eve and we normally just buy for my niece and, and nephew um, because, I, I mean, I, I really don't want anything. Um, I We do um, all buy for my older brother who is a special needs, so we do that for him. But um, we used to pull names, and I don't know why we stopped that, but we we don't even do that no more. So we just focus on our older brother and my niece and my nephew, and they're like teenagers now, and all they want is is money. Back when they were younger, I had to go out to the stores and buy them gifts and things like that. But now that they're teenagers... Um, all they want is money. So auntie is going to just put some money in a card and, and give it to them. And I know some people be like, 
just a card with money in it well hey they're asking for it that's what they want and that's what they're going to get so have you guys started your christmas shopping yet you know i i've when i was shopping i i, I don't know what it is but i've always waited to the last minute to do my christmas shopping and each year i would say okay i'm gonna start in november and and it never happens or i might start in november i might buy a gift and then that's it and it doesn't progress any further than that so so please do not be like me please you know i hope you guys got your at least half of your christmas shopping done um don't wait until the last minute i remember one year this is like years ago uh, my mom and i we went out shopping and i i feel like i get it from her but um but we was out on christmas eve shopping <laughs> yep <laughs> i know i was like what what were what were we thinking you know but anyway but and and the weather here i don't know how it is or wherever you guys are at but i live on the east coast i live in ohio and it is cold 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 here it's like this morning it was like 20 some degrees and i don't know exactly um the temp what the temp is now but when i came home got at work it was cold i think it was 20 something then um, maybe close to 30 something degrees, but it is super cold out. And I don't know about you guys, but I am not like winter time and fall time are not my favorite seasons. I know a lot of people love fall and they just love like the coziness of fall. They love like the 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 changing of the um colors of, of the leaves now that is beautiful like fall has really beautiful colors with the leaves changing um but i'm just not a fall person I, and i definitely is not a winter person um i am a summer person now i don't like it when it's super hot but i i just can't do the cold i i don't like the cold I don't like snow, but, and and I know that don't make any sense. Like, why are you living on the East Coast? Why are you living in Ohio at that? I don't know. You know, maybe one day I'll move to a warmer climate like Georgia or um, Tennessee or I, I was going to say Texas, but I've been to Texas and I'm not a real big fan of Texas. So, um, but, you know, it is what it is. So, what am I going to do? Either deal with this cold or move where it's warmer. Whatever. But anyway, today, um, I'm going to be talking to you about the story of, of Jonah. Um, but my question is today i have a question for you guys are you running from god and, and i don't mean physically running but are you running 
is there is something God is calling you or leading you to do or to say, but you don't want to do it. Now, I know there has been times, whether it's now, whether it's in the past, you know, God wants you to do something or say something and you weren't too keen on what God wants you to do. So you didn't do it. There's a purpose in you that God placed inside of you. God is drawing you out into the deep. He's drawing you out of that comfortable place you've been in for far too long. It's time to get out, out of the boat and walk. It's time to pick up that mat. It's time to take off those grave clothes and step into what God wants for you to do. Don't fight it. Don't deny it. Don't ignore it. Embrace it. Live in the fullness of God. Whatever it is he wants you to do, do it. Don't hesitate. When God wanted Abraham, actually God told Abraham to offer up Isaac, his son, as a burnt offering on one of the mountains, which he was going to you know, tell him. And the Bible says that Abraham got up early in the morning, saddled his donkey, took two of his servants, and he got his son Isaac and did exactly what God had told him to do. Now, if you guys remember, Isaac was the son that God had promised him that he would give to him and Sarah, which didn't happen until they were way beyond childbearing years, were way beyond when they were, they were old, so old that, I mean, they were like, how in the world could they have been able to have a child at that age? But God promised them and he blessed them with Isaac. He could have told, you know, um, he, he could have told God, you know, God, why my son? I mean, he could have asked him, like, why my son? Like, you know, Sarah and I have waited so long to have a child of our own. The child that you promised us. But he didn't. And he was obedient. And because of his obedience, God provided a bush, a ramp in a bush. Now he was on his way to kill his son. He was getting ready to kill his son. He had um, Isaac lay down and he was getting ready to kill his son. But God provided a ram and a bush and provided that sacrifice for him. And I truly believe that because of Abraham's 
obedience that God provided that ram in the bush. That's what we need to be. When God is leading us to do something, we need to be obedient to the voice of God. Don't ignore it. Don't run from it. Don't, don't, you know, don't deny it. Just do it. That's exactly what what Jonah did. When God told Jonah to go to Nineveh to call the people to repentance, he ran in the opposite way. He ran in the opposite direction. The book of Jonah tells us a story of this prophet's flight and how God stopped him and turned him around. But it's so much more than a story of a man and a, a great fish. Jonah's story is an illustration of God's mercy and grace. No one deserved God's favor less than the people of, of Nineveh. And, and Jonah knew this. He knew that God would forgive and bless them if they would turn from their sin and worship him. Jordan knew the power of God's message that, that even though his own weak preaching, even through his own weak preaching, they would respond and be spared God's judgment. But Jonah's, but Jonah hate the Assyrians and he wanted vengeance, not mercy. So he ran the other way. And because of his disobedience, um, God caused a whale to come and swallow Jonah up. And there he stayed in the belly of the whale for three days and three nights. I mean, can you imagine being in a whale for three days and three nights? All because you were disobedient. Now, now if Jonah would have just done what God had told him to do, if he would have done that and not have flee from, from what God told him to do all because he did not feel like the people of Nineveh deserve God's mercy. But that was what God wanted. And because of, of that, because of his disobedience, God allowed a, a, a will to come and swallow him up. Like, I, I can't even imagine being in the belly of a whale. And we can be just like Jonah. God is leading us to do something. Maybe it's, it's to forgive that person that hurt you, who did you wrong, and, and, and you don't want to because you feel like they don't, they don't deserve to be forgiven, even though God has forgiven you time after time after time after time. God could be wanting you to start that small group 
but you're afraid that you won't have anything to say. Or maybe you're married and you and your spouse are are struggling. So, so if you walked away from your marriage and you have filed for divorce because you feel like there's no hope in your marriage, maybe you felt feel like I've tried and tried and tried. Or or maybe you feel like the grass is greener on the other side. You know? Like a lot of people feel like they compare their marriage to somebody else's marriage and they think, Oh my goodness, look at their marriage. See how her husband treats her and or see how his wife treats treats her husband like the grass is never greener on the other side. You hear the voice of God telling you to go back to your spouse and work on your marriage, but you're ignoring God. You're doing everything but what he's telling you to do. Or maybe you're running from your calling, your purpose, because what God wants you to do is not a part of your plan or what you even want to do. We sometimes talk about our hardships, the trouble that we have, that we're having a rough time, we're going through it. You know, the you know, we all talk about girl, the devil's busy, he's on my back. And there are times when it's just life and you know, I mean, life happens, things happen, you know. We all go through difficult times because that's just how how it is life. That's how life is. But sometimes, sometimes those difficult times may be because of your disobedience. Maybe God is telling you to do one thing and you do the other. Maybe God is telling you to go to the left and you went to the right. Maybe God is telling you to start this ministry, to write this book, and you refuse because you don't want to. Maybe because it's out of fear. Maybe because that's not the plan that you have for your life. But we need to stop running from what God is telling us to do. If God is telling you to forgive, forgive. If God is telling you to go back to your spouse, go back to your spouse. And granted, I, I'm not talking about if you are in a in a abusive relationship, marriage. I'm not saying stay in there and continue to get be abused. I'm not saying that. But but if you feel like you're in your marriage and you feel like you can do better by yourself because uh well, you know, I don't I don't love my spouse anymore. Or my spouse doesn't do what this person's spouse does. Like that is not what God wants for your marriage. If God placed you two together, 
God, God wants you to be together. Don't, don't just give up on your marriage. God is there for you. He will strengthen you. He will help you to do what you need to do in order to make your marriage work. We want to do what we want to do no matter what God says. And because of that, we begin to wrestle with God. We fight with him and we run from him. But I want you to stop. Stop what you're doing. Listen to what God is telling you to do or where he's telling you to go or what he's telling you to say to that person. Maybe he wants you to minister to someone. I don't know. Whatever it is, just do it. Do what he's telling you to do. Don't be afraid. God will equip you to do what you need to do. God will give you the courage and the strength to do it. Don't be disobedient like Jonah. Don't run from it. Don't ignore it. Don't deny it. And don't fear it. But embrace it. Life would be so much better if you would just stay in the will of God. Stay in the plan of God. And do what God has called you to do. You don't know how many open doors will happen because of your obedience. You don't know what God is is going to provide for you. You don't know what's going to happen. But I need you to trust God and allow God to direct you in the way that he wants you to go. Don't be like Jonah. Don't run. Don't. Because Jonah, he didn't want the people to repent. He felt like he didn't. they didn't um, deserve God's mercy. As if he was uh, perfect himself. But embrace it. Embrace what God is telling you to do. Don't run but embrace it. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray for everyone that's listening that they will walk in obedience to you, God. I pray that they will not run from what you have called them to do, what you're leading them to do. I pray, Lord, that you will give them the courage to face it. Give them the strength to stand up to it. And I pray, God, that you will help them to embrace whatever call that you have them to do. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Well, that is the end of the She's Fearless podcast. I hope you are you were blessed by it. And I pray that you would um, just allow God to direct you that you will not run from it, that you will be obedient to God and the voice of God. And until next time, be blessed and have a wonderful day. Bye.